We are walking unguided but together as long-standing and new friends of the teachings articulated by Jiddu Krishnamurti, discovering meaning in perhaps the greatest book of all, the book of oneself. Through our Heart of Hearts podcast, we facilitate this by sharing first-hand observations and impressions of living in the world today. Join the conversation on our Facebook group, where we also share timeless pieces from Krishna Ji's life work, around which we have earnest discussions about self-understanding and society, and see whether perhaps truth and beauty really abide in one's heart of hearts. In this seventh episode, together we question what is. May we talk over together a little bit about attention. And what we mean when we say attention. Or what is implied in attention. Because one feels it's, it's really important to, to understand, to have this understanding which includes being completely attentive all the time not merely temporarily or in a particular time be attentive and then you know go off into some other state or be inattentive to the world around and what's happening within if one can if such a if such a division existed between outward and inward one is not saying that such a division exists but probably for communication's sake, for convenience or for ease of communication, one is merely superficially drawing this distinction. But one feels really that such distinction doesn't exist, isn't real. Both the outward and the inward apparently are one single unitary movement. (laughs) 
obviously when we're talking outwardly and inwardly we are talking about the psychological world even when talking about outward matters one is still referring to the psychological world and obviously not referring to the material outward things such as you know the tree or the mountain etc but outward in the sense the world the world around the other the other people how one relates to other people how one relates to nature so the mountain may be material but one's relationship to nature is obviously a psychological matter the same with money money is obviously material it's a material thing and one's relationship to money is clearly a psychological matter there are needs desires there is greed ambition security financial or otherwise all this is one's relationship to money which is obviously a psychological matter and so the division between outward and inward really is not only deeply gray but probably doesn't exist at all except of course for the purely material in the purely material sense obviously it, it does but one is not apparently referring to that so if we can talk over today for a few minutes attention as one is relating to the outward to the world around and attention for what's happening inside one again if one may use this for convenience sake apparently most of us for most of us there is very little attention in our daily life what is attention has one ever considered this question should one start with attention inquiring into attention or or should one 
start where one is and for most of us where one is where we are is with very little attention or with temporary timely attention attention that breaks that doesn't endure this seems to be our life wonder if one has really noticed this it's a little bit difficult apparently to do so to notice it as as it is happening in reality not not notice what is being said about it as one is reading about it etc where one is is very very important especially <clears throat> not especially but most of us here have listened to Krishnamurti a lot refer to what is and it seems there's great confusion about this about the, these two words what is apparently we have taken them very seriously many of us at least seriously not in the um, earnest sense but rather in the thinking sense analytical sense because one one notices that we tend to pursue what is as an idea as if what is is something that is a key that will help one understand Krishnamurti's teachings I wonder if the teachings can be called Krishnamurti's teachings we will talk about it in slowly as we move along but very quickly one feels that one should not say Krishnamurti's teachings as if they belonged to Krishnamurti or as if they are a discovery made by Krishnamurti that should bear his name this has great significance ladies and gentlemen because as long as the teachings are perceived in this manner I'm afraid that the teachings will always be somebody else's discovery somebody else's truth and never our own perhaps one should start by not calling them Krishnamurti's teachings but rather and as Krishnamurti intended and as he clearly mentioned that they are to be called the teachings not K's teachings or Krishnamurti's teachings perhaps we should start with that and then from there 
begin one's own discovery. So, going back to what is, can we forget everything that has been said about what is, including what Krishnamurti has said about it? Can we forget or can we not perceive what is as a key, a key for meditation, a key to have a religious mind, a key to live peacefully, sanely. Can we forget about all of that? It is really simple. What is, is merely and only, basically, where one is right now. That's all. There is nothing else besides that. There is no technique. There is no mystery behind these two words. There is no complication. One should not approach them seriously or independently outside one's life. So please, if one may point out, it is important to merely and simply start where one is. And if one is able to give one's complete undivided attention to where one is that apparently undergoes a transformation a radical transformation and the start becomes the end as well so when talking about attention or rather where one actually is which for most of us is brief moments of attention, timely attention, temporary attention, or inattention, basically, for most of the time, for most of the day. This is where one must start. This is a quite incredible thing to see because It's, it's really incredible. Let's take it a little bit slow. It's very, very important to, to, um, to see this personally, firsthand. Let's take it slow. Sirs, if one is leading one's life as one is, being attentive to a to the sunrise then something happens whether externally or internally again such a division does not exist one feels but just for the sake of conversation ease of conversation 
something inwardly also happens an emotion a feeling of anger a memory loneliness pops up looking at the sunset being attentive to it one's mind perhaps starts bringing in various images from one's memory the memory of a loved one the memory of a past experience the memory of a pleasurable experience which is no longer there and so loneliness emptiness all these various feelings apparently are common to all of us happen a lot to many of us it's safe to say that at least and so one being attentive to sunrise something happens either externally or internally and attention breaks as loneliness pops in pops up sorry a terrible feeling emerges for one bringing a deep discomfort to one and so apparently and instinctively there is escape from that feeling either an escape into an idea um, seeking solace in a more or or more pleasurable idea seeking solace in a word God religion country and the various images linked to that word and all the various emotions evoked in those images in that word you see if one is really able to see that there is freedom from the word but we will talk about it later so there is that feeling of loneliness as one is observing terrible feeling of discomfort and then there is escape which happens very very quickly escape into idea escape into something material perhaps one's partner escape into smoking escape into drinking escape into work endless work endless meaningless work all that is escape and so attention breaks as escape is happening as one apparently is deeply committed to one's escape 
deeply committed, meaning deeply conditioned, deeply driven by one's escape, deeply driven by pleasure, deeply driven and committed to move away from where one is. There is attention, sorry, attention breaks. Attention breaks when there is a moving away from where one is. That's all. There is no magic behind it. There is nothing mysterious or mystical behind observation or lack of observation. Now, if one is able to observe or notice, escape as it's taking root, If one notices one is in escape, if one notices escape happening, is that a moving away from where one is? Please see this. Please listen to this. Because this is a deeply psychological matter, meaning it happens very, very fast. And so it is very, very important that one is listening to it very closely, not only to, not, not merely to agree or disagree, but really listening, not only to what is said, but questioning it in one's life, asking it also to oneself. To break attention is to move away from where one is. Escape, belief, etc. is a moving away from one is, where one is, sorry. Now, if one notices escape as it takes root, as it's actually happening, is that a moving away from where one is? Or does that imply that one is noticing, that one is still noticing where one is? Sirs, this is the beauty of observation. Observation is the most pliable, flexible, matter not flexible not which doesn't mean has various meanings has various subjective meanings you can have your definition of observation i can have mine somebody else can have his no that is not what is being implied in flexibility pliability agility this is not what's being applied, but rather that observation 
is something that happens from moment to moment. Something that happens deeply in the present with great care and attention. It's a rather very difficult thing to do. And if one is able to notice escape as it's happening actually one is remaining where one is and so attention is not breaking please see this that this means this implies that attention is not breaking and so the opportunity continues the opportunity to go deeper, to notice the significance, the totality, the beauty, the contour, the shape of what one is observing. And only then is there possibility, or only then is there total understanding. Or only then can there be total understanding. Now, to notice escape as it's happening, means one is remaining with where one is. Attention is not breaking. Now, what happens when attention, when one notices escape, and attention is not breaking? What happens? Please find out. It's a most interesting, marvelous thing. Please see it in, one's, in your own life. What happens at that point? Please continue. Please continue being earnest and find out what happens. So it seems that it's very important to put aside everything that has been said about attention, about what is, and start completely blank, as with all psychological matters.